what's up this is nap time's over thank you guys for coming back to tuning in to another episode i am twigs i'm dear and i'm sabrine working on the name yes so if y'all have we'll ask y'all on the on the socials so go follow us on the socials because we don't ask all right at nap time's over that's not our name nap time's three one seven that's what i thought oh Great, great. How are y'all? Pretty good. Okay, so we're going to start off with our small wins. Who want to start? Oh, Lord. I guess I'll start. Um, My small win. What is my small win? So, when I moved into this new apartment here, I didn't have no, like, blinds thing to, like, open my blinds in my bedroom. And they mm-hmm. just got that to me today, so that's a small one. Wow. Okay. How does it feel to have light? Straight up. You know? Ten points. Ten points for adulting. We love to hear it. Love that. Okay, Sabrina, you got one? I mean, you know, I had lights, but now I have like the natural light. So it's gonna be just it's gonna be great. Yeah. Okay. Come on, selfie. Um, I would say my week has been fantastic. Um, I've been working on some projects and like some other podcasts, and both of them got monetized a few days ago. Uh-oh. Yeah, to you. Very, very excited. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. We love celebrating small wins. Woo woo. I love that in the background. I'm trying to think what's a small win. Um, Okay, I went out and dealt with traffic today, even though I have a headache. That is a win in Atlanta, because they're trying to kill y'all out there. I'm glad you survived. No, for real. It'd be real life bumper cars out here, and like... Yikes. Ooh, I didn't even cuss nobody out today, because I had a headache. That is enough. Ooh. Come on, self-restraint. Yes. Not even. I just had a headache. It's all right. I'm going to make up for it tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Um. So next, we're gonna move into our "How You What" segment. Basically, this segment is have we already introduced this to them? Basically, what we shout now, you know, things going on in Indianapolis. "How You What" is a slang Indianapolis term for those who don't know, who aren't from Indianapolis. That's like our thing, because people be like, "How you what? What?" They really yeah. do like they, they really don't like understand that. that. Yeah, I remember when that term first came out back in my day. Back in my day, oh gosh, it was. It was, it was the talk of the town. It was the talk of the town. This is the brain. I feel like I you know, West Side heard about it because you know, we did. <laughs> West Side has been heard about it. It's just you know, you ain't here to college, right, Sabrina? No, I heard it in high school. Oh, Jason, probably. Yeah. I could I could hear it coming from Jason. Yeah. But um so what the list we got. All um, right. So how you <laughs> so D Ross opened his um community center. Woo okay. Saturday. So shout out to him because he's doing big things like and really just trying to make a change in the community, especially wow. on the east side. Like shout out to him for real. I really love to see that. Because you know, some people are about to talk. I'm some people right. 
And he's like putting <laughs> right. <laughs> She said, "I motherfuckers." So I really love when I see people like doing things to what to what I be talking about. It really makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> Having some bark with his face. Yes. Okay, sure. straight up. Sure. Okay, then we got an uh, Indiana fertility. No. <laughs> no. <sir. laughs> Shout out to them. Shout no, to that's them. Not, no, we're not shouting them out at all. Shout out my nigga Gucci. No, that's not cool. Shout out my nigga Gucci. Gucci who? Gucci name? No, that's not cool. Oh, but my goodness. You know, within the Indiana space is this. Is, I feel like that was, that was put there for comic relief, but for those who don't understand what we're laughing about. I feel like people seen it. Um, you probably seen it on like Twitter or something like that. But is that is it a Netflix series or something? It's like a new Netflix documentary. Yeah. It's okay. Like- so about this guy who just kept on wasn't he like injecting his sperm into these women and stuff like that? Yeah. So he was like a fertility doctor, and like you know when people would have like sperm donated, like mm-hmm. he donated his own sperm. <laughs> That's just like. What did you get? I want to know what he got out of it. I mean, I definitely think it was racism because it was the white hair, or uh, what is it? White skin, blonde hair, blue eyes. Blonde hair, blue eyes. It gave me Hitler vibes because wasn't that like, wasn't that like, I forgot what they called that. That was like either bad or it was like good. No, that was Signs of the Devil back in the day with Hitler. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, now she's looking like that. See what happened. Who's <laughs> talking about? Hitler, you don't remember that? Was, oh, well, you probably didn't know, uh, care that much about Hitler's history. But, like, blonde hair, blue eyes was, like, it was, oh, like, yeah, a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. for him to not even have that. Yeah, like, he had a black mustache with black, balding hair, thinning hair, you know? So I'm trying to figure out why he even cared about blonde hair, blue eyes. But And that's why self-love is important. Because he hated himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. But no, I don't know if it is racist, but he definitely wrong. Like, I feel like he was trying to create an army, like his own personal army. He didn't know none of them kids, did he? I they they found out by like the ancestry.com. Can you imagine that? He ain't ain't take care of none of his kids, all the emails, crazy. He dead ass wrong. And they talk about black people being deadbeat fathers. Look at this deadbeat. King of the deadbeats. Yikes. Honestly. No, no, but I like I'm genuinely curious as to what his like reasoning was or like what motivated him to do that. Like yeah. what why? Get they say, no, I guess we got into the documentary. No. Anyway. <laughs> Not an ad. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Okay. And then, um, anyway, last but <laughs> last but not least, uh, least, last but not least, we're um talking about the upcoming food and wine city that Indianapolis is becoming. I can see it because y'all, um, y'all seen the winery like in Bloomington, like hey, Bloomington, the, is that Oliver's? the Oliver's one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing, I've been seeing that, and I have been seeing like before I left, I seen so many different wine tasting going on down in um up there in Indianapolis. So it makes sense. Your keyboard. 
Thank you. I've been working hard on that. You did that. <laughs> that was amazing. Well, I, Wait, I was talking about the user. I mean, the, the, the listeners know that this man is childish. <laughs> He's pretty much a child. <laughs> but no, that, I was tapping on the table. My bad. But um, not. And then also with the food in Indianapolis, I may receive a lot of backlash. Don't care. <laughs> but food in Indianapolis is better than Atlanta. You heard it here I first. <laughs> you heard it here first. The thing about Atlanta is like it's overpriced, overhyped, and like the service is disrespectful. Like even though back in the day, you know, when you got an attitude, your food gonna come out fire. Like you already know it's about to hit. But that don't. That's not today. It's, it's like I should smack you with my food that you really just handed me without this attitude. That that's how bad it is. Like, damn, got hectic for you. And in Atlanta, when the food misses, it like really missed. Like no recovery. Yeah, no, damn. You can't say this. No, for real. It's just overhyped. Like, and everybody here does chicken and wings and nobody does it right. That's what I don't understand. But. The only thing hey. I had good in Atlanta was Waffle House. Their Waffle Houses are pretty good. And they yeah. got that special Chick fil A, the Hawaiian one. And they got the dwarf one. Like, ain't that like an arrow? Yeah, I mean, yeah, from Atlanta it is. But um, the dwarf one ain't nothing. But they got like several of those. They got it's just a small Chick Fil A. It ain't nothing special about it. The Hawaiian one. Who about to be in that line? That's what I don't understand either. Because Chick Fil A in Indianapolis, the line moves. Like you gonna get in, get out. You gonna see the line. You like okay, I can hop in this because I'm, I'm gonna get out in like at least five, ten minutes. You know, down here, thirty minutes to an hour. Like you in traffic. I'll be dim a damn. Let me tell you. No, sir. They need to get care of me through the line. Like, I feel like sometimes I'd be learning how to drive through it. It got all the cones. I am crying. This girl's crazy. The cones. You can't drive. They don't have the cones on the east. Dang. Y'all got your places sometimes. Hey, man. Yo. Yo. Dang. <laughs> I have a Chick-fil-A, bro. It's just normal. Dang, she's not bad. Oh, you got a drive through? You know we have a drive through. <laughs> you know we have a drive through. <laughs> so why would you go and try to do us like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's they got curbside on me. They'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, we're bringing to your car. It's okay. Just put your order in. My pleasure. <laughs> Look, you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, somebody, somebody did tell me. Uh, they instead of saying my pleasure, they said for sure. I said, cool. <laughs> wow, come on, customized service. No, that's <laughs> not customized service. But no, straight up, they do not say. Well, I'm not gonna say they don't say that. The white employees down here say my pleasure, but the black ones, they be like, bet for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, free meal. Is that what happens if you don't say my pleasure? I don't know, but I'm about to get a free meal. I don't know about everybody else. 
I can only speak for myself. I'm I'm quick to call regions. Dispute this transaction, please. Period. <laughs> Talking about period. Okay. <laughs> so uh next we have um how come did nobody tell us that Bochella was here this weekend? This past weekend and next weekend. Yeah, that literally came and like because my friend and I were talking about possibly going and then it was here. So I was like, well, <laughs> we've missed we've missed our mark somewhere, but like I didn't see nothing about it like at all. I didn't really see it ever. Well, I wasn't on social media like that, but I still like even didn't hear like word of it. Like nobody was talking about, oh, I'm performing it. Well, I take that back. I heard, you know, when Kanye basically last minute they replaced it with the weekend. For example, as to why you do not care about your job or be loyal to these jobs, they replace you in a heartbeat. Keep that in mind. But um <laughs> but yeah, I that's the only thing I heard about it. I didn't know that it was literally like the next weekend or the weekend after that that like it was going on. So Kanye yeah. thought he was getting over on them. Whole time they was ready for him to be done, but neither here nor there. Uh <laughs> Bro, I heard but, more about Revolve Fest than I heard about Coachella. I don't know what that is. To be honest, I actually heard more about Lollapalooza in Chicago. I think yes. um, I've, I've heard more about that, like, coming up in July. And that's the day. Uh, here we are in April. Yes. Yes. Seven J. Cole. Are they? Yeah. Lollapalooza? Yeah. Lollapalooza? Yeah. Girl, yeah. please. Uh-uh. I would never, never pay to see her. I love Dolita. Y'all are all right, so you hear about the Dreamville Fest? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad I'm going to miss that, or I missed it, rather. Me too, yeah, like, I missed it too. I was so pissed because, like, they announced it. When they announced it, they announced it, like, literally last minute. Like, when they announced it, it was, like, the next weekend. I was like, okay, maybe that's just what I heard. I want to know how the people who be going to these be knowing, like, ahead of time because... Yeah, when I see them, maybe like a month out, I'm like, people that really be like, you know, into the festival, like that, like every single year to a festival, especially Coachella. Like, these people already be having a dance and stuff like that before they even leave Coachella. Like, they probably already got to know next year's dates. And I'm getting some tickets for next year because Frank Ocean is a headline and I gotta be there. Who said that? Who said that? Who said what? Frank Ocean was headlining. You didn't hear it? He already confirmed it. I need to see this for myself. You love to see it. Okay. Send this to you immediately. Quick. I, I found out this year that Coachella is two weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which because Beyonce performed twice, so it makes sense. Oh, oh. she did. Oh, I thought, why did they look like day one, day two? They do. They got three different days, three different headliners. So um, the headliner, I want to say she was headliner for Sunday, but so she headlines both Sundays. So that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, they got like day one full of performers and a headliner, then day two, you know, same thing, day three. I'm scared so. to go to festivals after Astroworld. I'm not going to lie. That's scary. That's different. They be doing some different shit at Astro World. World. This is like they on some different shit. That's okay. You're right. I take it back. She said, "I'll take it back." <laughs> I'm dead. Megan, um, in her freestyle or new song she was preview previewing, 
She snapped on that. Love the little did. Kim vibes. Yeah. It definitely sounds like Junior Mafia. Like, she yeah there. definitely i feel like it's what like honestly i feel like it's like dating near like perfect timing because you know everybody i don't want to say everybody but like you know most of the black community or like the people that was fans of tina snow right when she first came up everybody's been like when we gonna get a you know tina snow like song again like because everything's been like mainly for radio or other fans like you know ever since she's reached that superstardom it's like about time she really like you know gave something back and really like get her listeners back in like okay yeah like we spit so you know one L that I think Megan Thee Stallion took was that Hot Girl Summer song. I feel like she, she could have done better. Like that hype for Hot Girls that summer. Yeah, she was wrong for that. Yeah, that, that's a yeah. Girl, that wasn't like it wasn't the answer. It wasn't giving what the girl what it was supposed to give like. What what some girls act up, what uh what everybody was you know because exactly. girls act up I want to say took over the summer instead of that yeah. song but I'm not gonna lie like that was the wrong song for Nicki Minaj to hop on because handle me who gonna handle me yeah. <laughs> Nicki Minaj in that chair Nicki Minaj in that chair I don't know I don't even know Nicki Minaj in that chair on that video. I will never let her live that down. I know the Barb's probably gonna be upset, but I don't care. She know, yeah, damn, well, she shouldn't have been sitting up there doing that on that damn lawn chair like that. It was, it was the fucking tweet that had me like it was. She was trying to twerk off the chair, like leaning off the chair and twerk. And like people literally, they took the sound off and they put like the squeaking of a chair. That sound is so disrespectful. And it had me crying because I'm like, dog, why why would Nikki do this to herself? But yeah, that song, it wasn't all that. Yeah, especially for hype, but I don't know. It's yeah, it wasn't what know. we were waiting for for that song to be called Hot Girl Summer, but it was yeah. a good song. It was. Yeah. And then, um, well, I think, I think now that she's out of her contract with 1501, I think her music is really going to hit because I feel like she's really just trying to get you know fulfill her contract and get away from them like if i look at if i judge her body of work with something for the hotties like that that last thing it sounded like or it seemed like she was just trying to like all right let me complete this contract and i'll release some some hardship for real for real she had a few bangers on that last one though you talking about the one oh wait no that's megan um that's the one before megan, you know? yeah or what is it what was that one megan's but uh, the one before that, the one with the newspaper, she had a few bangers on there. Um, the, news? the the newest one is pretty decent. But oh yeah, yeah, she only had like three or four. I don't know if I want to say four. Probably like three that people really liked on um on something for the hotties and like good news. I feel like it took a lot of people. I don't. I think a lot of people was expecting Tina Snow on Good News. She didn't get much of Tina Snow on Good News, but it took some people a minute like really get into it because like at first people was all gonna have them out but then as our time went on they started listening for real for real i mean i guess i don't really listen to megan's so i have no thoughts on this i'm still stuck in 2019 musically i'm so sorry for that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love I love music. No. I listen to music 
Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know. I just don't feel as like um, up to date. I, I don't like listening to albums. You say I, mean, I listen, to, I listen to mainstream music. That's hard. And then if someone tells me to listen to music, I'll listen to it. But like, I'm I'm don't like searching for music anymore. It stresses me out. There's too many options. I can't decide. I love finding new music. Like, that's my. That's like what brings me so much peace. Because now it's just like, I don't know, because also like I'm just an impressionable impressionable person. So it's like someone needs to tell me what I like. And like if I find my own music, like I don't know what I like. So I'm like, I'll tell you what you like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mainstream music. And I'm just like, this is a good song. But I feel like I thought about it by myself. All right. So next, you know, next time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do a Lipa? Like, next thing is Spice. It's going to be. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, but I mean, she got a few. Pops. I only know two songs by that girl, but. It's just also, though, like, some, some singers, or not even, I think it's specifically in hip hop, like, some rappers are too smart for me. Oh, like what you sent me? Yeah. That was crazy. I, I might, I'm going to have to. Post that for the for like Kendrick Lamar, listeners. way too smart for me. He's coming. Oh, that's what you sent. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't hard to like for me because I like I said I listen. Like I actually listen listen to music. But you're lying. No, like Kendrick, I've listened to Kendrick. You're capping. No, it wasn't. Like it was just one of those things. I'm telling you, with Kendrick, with Kendrick, I already go in there thinking. Have to pay attention. He's one of them people I listen to for leisure. He's one of them people I would listen to if I wanted to hear bars. So if I listen to something of Kendrick, I'm already in there. Like I got my headphones on and I'm literally listening like this, like the entire time. Cause like, I already know this man. Like he's very intelligent and he always do too much in his rap. That's why, you know, he's goaded. But don't nobody want to sit and listen to Ken. You want to sit and listen to bars like that all day. Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand what that man is saying. I wish I did, though. I have to, like, and that's for me. I don't want to Google. Because I feel like I have to read an article before. He just, he does a lot. He does, but it's really, like, once I figure it out, it's really good. It's, like, amazing. That was crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know if he made that up in his mind. Uh, I mean, like, I, I'm, like, I want to know, like, the process behind him writing that. Yeah. Did that man just make that up, like, because he knows quantum physics, or, like, was he actively thinking about the the uh, flow of the numbers when he was spitting like yeah. bangers. Either way it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so that being said, y'all send me your playlist because I'm not going to make any more. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, next Next on the docket, we have possibly artistic communities love to make space for predatory people. <laughs> Not on my watch. This nigga, man. What? You've seen them quotes. You've seen them, bro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. <laughs> no, this but, is a bad So... 
artistic communities love to make spaces um damn for predatory behavior not on my watch and i feel like that is just so i seen that tweet last week and i'm like i just feel like this is so true because they not only do that for predatory behavior i.e r kelly but they people also be doing that for um like racism yeah. um yeah. violence homophobia because mm -hmm. like the one thing i don't understand especially like in fashion how like why are y'all so comfortable printing like racist imagery on clothes and like it's still a thing exactly like y'all are dumb with like in that industry it's been a long going issue like as far as like modeling fashion like even music too like i feel like in the entertainment industry in general or artistic you know community in general it's like very like it's an ongoing issue and it was very like you know common i feel like it's still common but it was very common like back in the day like 70s 80s 90s all them like i feel like people in that position of power they feel like uh, like they can do something like for, for instance back in the day photographers was, was rare or not rare but it, they weren't as prominent and as common as you, like you're running to a photographer anywhere nowadays but a photographer would be like one of the main people you know sexually harassing or molesting like these kids these little like upcoming models and stuff like that like you hear it all the time well i don't know if y'all do you have get your way models and stuff like that you hear a lot of them actually like dealing with that when it comes to like managers or designers and stuff like that like they actually go through all that and it's really i feel like it has a lot to do with like the what's it called uh it's like when they have power and they just feel like they can just do whatever they want yeah there's power trips yeah now niggas on the whole took a power trip back home grown now got a song for and i think another part to that too is just like these industries a lot of times like they only allow certain people to access a certain level of like fame or recognition so that's how they can yeah. continue to get away with it so like if you're someone that is experiencing something and you're like you're not going to play me and you turn up about it for them they're just gonna absolutely yeah. like i feel like that's why a lot of people and like one person that was like more recent that spoke on about spoke out about it was mulatto with her album yeah. um just like how it was difficult to clear clear a verse because like one of the male um I guess the male counterparts or whatnot that was on there wanted her to respond to a DM or something like that. Petty bite is similar to like, you know, a lot of, um, and people, you know, re, uh, brought up the Kodak Black video where he was basically saying like, if he don't get to sleep with his artist or with a woman that wants to do a collaboration with them, he wasn't going to do it, which was an old video, even though like he came back and basically said like, he wasn't talking about Mulatto. And then there's this, also another video, I can't think of the man's name right now, but like they were like in I forgot where the conversation was happening. I think it was like in a barbershop or something like that. But he was saying how the music industry really try to take like his terms was like take your butt, but like basically saying yeah, like I, they I really be trying to Okay, so you, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I don't know what y'all talking about. It's in it was with like LeBron. I think that's LeBron James like podcast. Yeah, I think I think so. Like barbershop, like barbershop oh, talk. Yeah. 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 And they were basically he was basically saying like you'll have people that tries to like 
do certain things like around you to see if you're going for that, to see basically to check the check your temperature, see like what type of time you want. And if you go in, then like they like, okay, this is the person you know I'm gonna cling to, I'm gonna, you know, try to mold and help and this, that, and the third, and opposed to those who's not going, you may not see them get as far in, in their career because they didn't like, you know, go for any of the BS and stuff like that. And, you know, majority of the time, well, I don't want to say majority of the time, but sometimes that's not the case. Like people grow really organically in other ways. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing like an ongoing narrative for a lot of people coming up in industry. That's why like a lot of people, um, like, I feel like R&B singers have it the worst, like, especially women R&B singers, like, just trying to get out there and try to put your name out there. Like, they deal with more people trying to, you know, harass them. I feel like women refers to them, like, because, you know, sex appeal sales, so they try to immediately get them out of their clothes to be able to brand themselves. I mean, that's most of the female rappers and stuff. None of the female, yeah. like, mainstream female rappers can be, like, fully clothed and still be mainstream. And even, I think it's even outside of, I mean, I think it's even outside of, like, rappers, too. Yeah. yeah. I would say, like, 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 like Landon said, anything in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. you could possibly be tried. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. for, like, like you said, rappers, female rappers, and even, like, I guess males, too. And um, singers, like, yeah, mm-hmm. will be tried. And yeah. brought up, you brought up a good, good point, though, where it's just, like, they try to see how you're, like, moving if they do something weird in front of you. But mm-hmm. I feel like even with that, it's not necessarily that they're going to try you, but they're going to see, like, what they can do in your presence and get away with it. Yeah, so they can see the hard. If you're, like, a bystander and, like, okay with being mm-hmm. there. Yep, they'll see. They'll um, see how far yeah. you're willing to go. Yeah. In that Atlanta episode when, um, what's that for name? Paperboy, <laughs> when he was in the studio and then the, the engineer was like a white guy and he kept messing up. And then they're like, y'all want to get out? And then they beat up the white guy. Yikes. <laughs> I don't remember that. What season is this? I think it's season three. Sorry for the spoiler, y'all. Oh, what? I watched, was it the, the last one? Oh, actually, it might have been season two. Sorry, <laughs> but, like, I mean, careful boy, do what he has to do. He just walk out. But paper that's boy, exactly. paper boy. All, All about, about my paper boy. boy. Y'all don't play about paper boy. Scared of y'all. <laughs> that's my favorite character. <laughs> that is a good yeah. show, man. It Shout is. out to him for that it's first true. episode that too, because that I'm so glad he shed light on that. Yeah. Because people just uh, like swept that under the rug, which you kind of have to because they're they can't be tried or anything. But they need to. I don't know. They need to go to jail. Yeah. Still. I know for real. I just it's like sad because like you see you see so many different artists like when they finally get noticed or they feel like getting signed is like the best thing for them. And then like you see they just fall off out of nowhere. And then when they come back later on on like Love and Hip Hop or something, they come out and be like, you know, I was, you know, molested or in domestic violence situation with my label or whatnot. Like it's just crazy. You see it all the time. It's just sometimes, you know, a lot of times it's swept under the rug, but you see it. Yeah. And even on the flip side, the person that's doing those things is going to continue to blow up. Because look at Trey Songs. Damn. Like, he's still out here. Yikes. Chris Brown. Yikes. Now that's why I draw the line. No! no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't draw the line before, but he just continued. 
Well, you know, ever since Rihanna, a lot of his cases has basically been thrown out and shown that, like, you know, it wasn't right. So, especially this last recent case where the girl was lying on him, and that came out. So, I mean, I feel like Chris Brown. I don't know. Yikes! I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I still listen to the same. Christopher Maurice. You know what? He built a loyal fan base. He did. He did. A lot of people do. But he 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 did his time. I feel like he did, he did his. Time. And Rihanna forgave him, so I forgave him. Yeah, I feel like Chris Crop. He's a different story. A little a little bit because he he uh he did his time. Yeah. I mean, I just did. I also just don't like how he acts now. So. What is he doing? He, 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 he got three kids. He be minding his business. He's disrespectful to dark skinned women. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't hear about that. I be trying to sweep things under the rug with him, but I can't let him fly with him. And he messed up. Why is he having 40, 40 track albums? I'm not listening to that. Damn. Ma'am, just because you don't want to listen to that, don't speak to me. You listen to that. <laughs> And the deluxe album and the Christmas album, please. I'm waiting on another tour. That's what I'm waiting on. That's absurd. <laughs> he he said, "Look here, because I ain't about to be dropping on my music for a minute. So here, so I took what I can get. Besides Frank Ocean, who just leave us high and dry with no music. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's in the studio." <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I hope. <laughs> that's what I hope. I'm surprised. <laughs> but, but um no, so after did we ever really really address but, everything we got? Yeah, I feel like we did. So well, uh Yeah, but main thing really was people like to separate the artist from their art. And I feel that you can't do that. And separating the artist from their art is a reason why most of these people get away with mm-hmm. what they get away with now or have gotten away with in the past. I can agree with that because it's not holding them accountable exactly. for like what they are doing. I get that. I definitely do. Because y'all know I'm one of them that's going to support the art. <laughs> I'm going to support the art. But like, truthfully speaking, like it, it's not right because... Yeah. R. Kelly was going up into 20, like, 18, 2019, like, that, that, to be under the jail, <laughs> like, for real. No, for real, like. Like, yeah. that is crazy. And, like, like you said, they have been doing that, because I remember court cases, I remember him, I remember hearing him, like, you know, peeing on somebody, I remember, like, him being in court several times growing up, but stepping in love was being played at every family function, so we didn't care <laughs> what the man was doing, like, you know, realistically speaking, so. Had we, like, you know, really took it serious, it went on far. I'm blaming the elders for that. I was a child. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, for, for real, though, because they, they, they ain't play about R. Kelly. Yeah. They did not play about R. Kelly. That man was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then if you think about it, a lot of them not trying to blame the parents, but I don't know why you would leave your child with this grown man. Sorry, but no. And it's not even like I tell you a good example, but even like a lot of these child actors and stuff too, like um, the stuff that like are coming out from like those Nick and Disney stars, mm-hmm. they went through it. 
Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I was meaning to go with what I was saying earlier. Okay, so yeah, they literally go through, especially Disney. Disney is a big one. Ooh, pray for me, y'all. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I used, oh my but, um, but like, I used to, growing up, I used to always want to be on Disney so bad. Like, I'm like, I could do this. Like, you know, they make sure you know how to sing, dance, all that. And like, they seem like they can pay, but as many people shrug out on drugs, molested, like, all these crazy superstars, like just not even superstars, but you know, Disney stars and stuff like that, and Nick, like that's just crazy. Yeah. And when you think about it, the time that like their parents was probably working, or if they wasn't, they was trusting some manager or some man on that side of things to basically handle everything with their child because all they know is their child is on TV. They're getting a check at the end of the day. And, you know, it may seem good, but their children was basically hiding things the entire time and not really saying anything or didn't feel comfortable with saying anything because they see how happy their parents are or how proud of them that their parents may be. So it's definitely unfortunate. But me, I would have told her set up. And nice. some of the kids were provided, like they're the, the providers of their family too. So it's yeah. like, what's going to happen to us if I stop? If I- yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, ooh, it's crazy because I read somewhere um, – I forgot what Disney star it was, but like they, they basically sold their life to Disney. I was like, oh no, not Mickey Mouse. Nah. nah. Who? Gucci who? Gucci who? <laughs> like, 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 no, for real. Like it's it's crazy, like how these people would sell a dream. And I hate to put it like this, but R. Kelly was in the perfect position to do what he because how much that's all and that was a legend since the 90s so yeah. and i feel like that's a lot of parents in that situation was like okay you know he does this so my child should be okay but your child not calling you and it's just you, like you also even the boys too go through too because wasn't usher at p diddy's house surrounded yeah. by girls at like 13 like what Ooh. Ooh. Diddy. 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 he got some he got some Ties to pay, honey. He has some ties to pay. He owe a lot of people. Dang, y'all, y'all think a surviving Diddy gonna come out? I don't know. I mean, shit, we saw surviving Diddy. Uh, when he was having them people for real. When he was having them people go around uh cold ass New York for for some cheesecake. Yeah. Not making the band. Yeah. <laughs> he need to go. He he did wrong. them wrong. He definitely did them wrong. But I'm not going to lie, I did used to, to I wanted to be in one of the little battles that they would have a little singing battle. I used to have my song ready and everything ready for somebody to come up. <laughs> nah, nah, like definitely, I've, I've been hearing, like, or not hearing, but I've been reading and seeing a lot of like, where they like, did he really, that's crazy you brought up that Usher thing though. Cause that's, I remember that like vividly. And he said it like it was a normal thing. So it's just like, imagine what people in the industry knew about R. Kelly and still chose to work with him. Exactly. Uh, there's a hell of people that need to go to jail for with sitting in jail with R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's, a, it's one of them things where it's like, don't ask, don't tell, like, not my business. Like, a lot of them were basically in there like, I'm not trying to get in the way and mess this up for myself. Like, you know, they, like, even when you look back on um, Surviving Compton by Michelle A, how... Dre was beating her ass in the studio, and literally everybody on NWA was sitting there just watching. Not cool. Like that happened a lot. It's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. I would have told you sets up. 
Now my siblings, you won't. But um, what we gonna talk about? You said what? That just like really makes me think about like the sense of community. Like my granny was talking about how um, or somebody it was it wasn't my granny, but it was some some elder I know I don't know I don't remember, but how there's no sense of community anymore, and that's like one of the reasons why the kids today mm-hmm. act the way that they do. But then again, shorty. Y'all was having there's no y'all had y'all issues too. Exactly. And there's no sense of community because there's no accountability. People are getting exactly. they're getting violated by people in the community. And when they do speak up, you see how they're treated. And now they just have to go. It's like I'm not gonna co-sign this behavior and I'm not gonna fight fifty hundred of y'all. Like exactly. Because <laughs> so. it was always that person that was a, not even that person, it was always some people that was just innocent bystanders. Like back in the day, hell, I remember when it was like praising which, you know crazy too but like look him not snitching and shit like that how everybody was saying like don't snitch don't talk don't this that and the third so like that's why even in the music industry still today it's a big thing for no snitching no talking this that and the third but a lot of times like it's a big thing for the black community in general yeah we don't have no the root of that is because we didn't have anybody to trust Mm -hmm. but now if you wrong me i'm calling 911 Okay, you still can't trust them. I was about to say you're on your own, bud. I'm and taking I just feel like if someone hand. is gonna attack me, they should know that, that that's a possibility for them. <laughs> I'm dead because you, I mean, you might call not want to get attacked. Oh yeah, I think I don't know. I practice my damsel in distress. Damn your foot. <laughs> you I'm need like, to say I'm a white woman. That is the first no, thing you need real, to say. Like they, the police don't care. That's why I'm all for taking matters into your own hands. You know, not trying to condone violence, but I'm gonna take matters into my own hands. <laughs> I'm a firm believer. I can't fight in an eye for an eye. Me too, but I can't fight. Ooh, that's the one. Yeah. The Bible said it, so God gave me permission. That's how I look. Whatever. At it. If we're zero to one. I'm going to get my one. And now we're even. The thing is, we don't even got to be zero to one. I'm going to get my one. Now, that's not right. I don't condone that. <laughs> I'm going to get my I one. I don't condone Before one. you get me. Zero to one. <laughs> no. It's going to be one and oh. Because you're not about to, to get me. You're not about to get me. I, I refuse to get God. I'm going to get you first before you get me. <laughs> but nigga said, if you got me, got me, got me, I got to get the bitch. Straight up. Straight up. No, for real, though. Like, but I if don't... you are zero to one, you can definitely get your lick back. But oh, yeah. But I'm going to get more than a lick. I'm going to make it two and one. So you know not to play with me. Now they got to get their one. No, and they now don't. The, now Mm-mm. it's a numbers game. Mm-mm. Because then it's going to be three to one, four to one, five to one. And then now you in the hospital lumped up. <laughs> Did she? You calling the police? Get you. Okay, so got me, got me. I have to get them, get them, get them. Get them straight up. No, for real, exactly. But, but no, uh, we don't one go. to one, you're done. And if that means that you took an L, that's not on you. But we're even, and so we should keep it even, because then I got to get three. Oh, just skipping two. Right. 
I just don't feel like we need to be even. You need to know I got one up on you so you can leave me alone. No. Damn. No. You, I feel like if you started, right. if you antagonize and I get that one, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Right. But antagonizing to me is a zero to one. So okay. like, okay. with the Will Smith thing, that was his one. Uh, yeah. He was zero to one at that, that was point. The no, for real. That he was, was zero justice. to one at that point. And that was justice. He yeah. smacked his ass. He could have laughed. That could have been his one, but he chose to go the smacking route. Yeah. And boom, now we're even. And Chris, uh, Chris Rock held that. He said, yeah. <laughs> he not, he's talking about something. He's not talking until he get paid. I don't know if I'm about to cut this check, but I'm okay with not hearing him talk. Yikes. Damn. Uh, what, um, dark skin on Viv said, I met him once, and I, that was enough. I said, damn. Y'all didn't see him on that show with uh, the white guys, and that guy was just calling him the N-word, and he was laughing? No. And then that, it was really bad. And then the guy from Seinfeld, he's Jewish, he was just like, yeah, you probably, he told the other white guy, you probably shouldn't say that. Like, don't let him say that. And he was like, I'm not laughing. Like, it's not a joke. Can you believe that? It'd be your own people, literally. Yeah, I yeah, he really sat there and let this man call him the N-word with the E-R. Yeah, he needed that system. No. The E-R. No, the E-R calls for us. The E-R. That's zero to five right there. That's zero to five. I'm about to beat the whole entire word about you. The E-R calls for a wild order because I'm about to come with that wild order. <laughs> for real. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to explain this motherfucker all the way back and bring that motherfucker right to you, honey. For real. No, for real. Are we going to talk about uh, Tashina Arnold's tweet? Or did we want to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Uh, read the. Now, Landon, I'm going to give this 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 task to you. Please do it right. Read the tweet. Tweet. <laughs> Just that. Oh, dang. She actually dropped some more questions. My bad. I went to her Twitter. She got this one question we can discuss later. Uh, final question and I'm done. What can black men in America do to protect the black woman in America? That's a banger. Oh, read it again. Please. She said, what, um, what can black men in America do to protect the black woman in America? Right. Okay. So, honest question. This is, you know, quote Tachina Arnold. So, what can we, meaning y'all, as black women in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America? Now. It's all right. This is a safe space. No! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna let my good friend Sabrina take it because we take it from here because okay. we did discuss this did. prior to, and I feel like she had a good, a good, what's the word I'm looking for? Opinion, opinion, perspective. perspective thank you, a good perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think that black women need to be quiet and let black men handle this because, and there's two reasons for that. Reason number one is that that's really not our business, and that's something like black men really need to figure out on their own because, you know, what does masculinity even really look like? And then number two is just like we need to not be interjecting with our own ideas or 
things around what masculinity all that is like we need to give them the space to figure that out because I feel like personally me in a lot of spaces or events or things I listen to where they talk about issues that black men might be having um there's always and, I, and this is coming from a place of care but there's a lot of black women that are there like trying to lead the discussion to start the discussions and we just don't need to be doing that because like if they're not going to be taking responsibility for themselves and wanting to be better like why why are we there if they're not there that's what makes right sense. i get what you're saying i definitely agree with what you're saying like you know my answer was basically like you know similar to that where i was just like honestly i don't think there's anything women can really do in that aspect like black women can't really do anything when it involves the black men but like to go off of what you were saying like like you said i feel like it's for basically men to figure it out and also um like you said black women starting a conversation i mainly feel like that's because women take the initiative men like we're okay with just sweeping things under the rug and going on like ain't nothing going on like our thoughts about whatever and opinions no matter how like you know wrong they may be or how just far-fetched or open-minded you know they may be but it's like we're okay with whatever is whatever instead of really just sitting and actually dissecting things and problems within the community or you know problems or just really thinking that hard that's why i had to ask like when i first seen the question i'm like so what is she asking like is she talking yeah. about and I've seen different perspectives. Like, I was thinking, was it like, you know, how society attacks Black men, or was it like, or does it have something to do with like sexuality? So, even still, both like, both questions, I feel like it's mainly for Black men to figure out. Right. Yeah. But I think, like, I wish you would have clarified, like, what does that mean to be emasculated, like, or for Black men to be emasculated? Because I don't know, like that. I feel like we need to define what it means to be masculine, masculine and to have that conversation. Exactly. Like I said, yeah. I think it's again because the masculine and feminine traits that we go by now are Eurocentric. So mm -hmm. we don't really know what it what that means for Black people. One, especially if you're mm -hmm. African American, because now you have your history erased. Um, mm -hmm. And then. What was I going with it? So, right, defining masculinity for yourself. And, like, so it is going to take Black men to figure that out, not really Black women, because if I have a problem with, feel like I'm having a problem with my feminine energy or my femininity, that word be beating me up sometimes. Um, it's a big word for Elmona. I'll just play it. <laughs> JK. So many ends. Um, but if I have a, feel like I have a problem with that, then I have to take that up with myself. Not even like mm -hmm. women in general, but like yeah. I have to take that up with me, Tia, Swanye. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think the reason a lot of black women interject, like it's coming from like that care, like they want to make sure they're good. And I think it's also because like when these issues aren't taken care of, we face the consequences of it. Whew, my God. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And also like just, um, how women basically be like, this is, you know, this type of man I want and stuff like that. I feel like it comes from that, that as well. A banger, can we run that bike? That is a banger. Cause we, yeah, do, it is. we do face the consequences of it all the time. Anything, the brunt, hey. <laughs> yes. The brunt of the issues always fall back on us. Yeah. 
daddies leave, and women like when daddies leave, the woman is left with the child. Mm-hmm. You can't raise a boy. You can't raise a man. You can raise mm-hmm. like a boy, of course, but like they are gonna need that that father figure. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's a banger. <laughs> Snaps. She, did her she articulated that very well. Sorry, Lennon, what was you saying? Oh, no. Basically, um, finished it out. That's, I don't think anything else needs to be said after that. I know. <laughs> I'm not about to play. <laughs> Bro. So, okay, so, Lennon, can I ask you a question? What's up? If you don't want to answer. But, like, what would you say, like, are ways that you're seeing that black men are quote unquote emasculated. Like it's oh. define I feel like we gotta define masculinity though first. Because cause I was about to like, you know, just go directly into like toxic masculinity. How like they say like a lot of things, you know, back in the day, how they used to say a lot of things was gay or just mm-hmm. if you do this, if you don't enter a certain job field, you're not looked at as a man or you know, how they automatically just, like, they could say, like, mannerisms equate to masculinity or, you know, lack of uh, bass in your voice is lack of masculinity. Um, it's really just so much, like, yeah, it's like, it's really like random things. Yeah, like, random things that, like, like, you see... <laughs> You see new new things every day, and I, I feel like a lot of times it just be joking because it's Twitter. But like one of them was like, a man should not be ordering dessert. That's a female trait, <laughs> <laughs> like, and like it, it's stuff like that. But like I feel like you know that could have been seen as a joke, but like it's like it's literally like that in the community where every little thing like a man that may be the norm for men or black men especially, it's automatically seen at a seen as feminine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of hard too because like it always makes me wonder because those are funny jokes but like men are like there's actually people out here who think like this so it's really kind of not funny. Yeah, like I remember when Instagram like first started and like you would have like hella dudes would be like, "Oh, I'm not liking my friend's picture. That's gay." A like on the picture. <laughs> Like, I was like, y'all taking this too serious. Like, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, like, yeah. I feel like there's like a societal like norms and like cultural norms that we all like that tell us like all how we're supposed to act and stuff. But honestly, like, as individuals and as we're growing, we need to like, when we reach a certain age, we have to like start lifting that from ourselves. And it's like really hard. But the work to do that is like the end result is 10 times better because just because that's what society and culture says, that doesn't mean you have to be that way. Like, there's no one way to be masculine. You can't, like, you can't sit up and like look at or focus your life around what society's guidelines because, truthfully, there's no real guidebook to live in a society of how you should be, how to be a man. That doesn't really exist. Like, no one really knows. I mean, it's it does, though. Kind of. But it's just the it's opinions, like it's right. Just so it's, it's nothing that's a hundred percent factual of like Fact. how to truly be a man. Like people, you know, men are 
they're different men. So it's like, yeah. you don't know, you know, how, well, how can you really define a man? Like, who are you basing it off of that you consider a man? Because they may not do everything that, like, you know, this other man has interest in or want to do. But that's unless because they do the same thing makes them different. So it's just, you can't, to break those curses or to not really follow society's guideline or whatnot it's just not even really focus on it not take that so serious just do whatever you want to do like, right defining it for yourself and then allowing others to define it for themselves because you can't define nobody like yeah you can't you can't sit up here and go around questioning why somebody is doing this why they like this why they interested in this like yeah. it just it's none of your business like people be and i think the thing that like breaks my heart about that the most is like i think this happens more in like our growing phase like yeah k through 12 or whatever yeah. and mm-hmm. it just like for me what's really tough is like when i'm seeing guys that are growing up and it's just like like you still haven't learned like they're really getting through life still adhering to like the same we thing. are kids from k to 12, yeah. k through 12 like we are children like how yeah. are you supposed to have life figured out like enjoy your time as a child like do whatever you whatever they makes you happy that doesn't always sometimes like she for said sure. they don't allow that for boys like they can't cry. They they yeah. try to have you like opening the door, like especially oh, never mind. Opening the door for them, like yeah. at fucking four, like let this little nigga walk through. Yeah. <laughs> let this little nigga walk through. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, it's it's crazy. Like, and I've seen it. Like, I see people raise their kids, and they be like, "Well, no, you know, that's for girls and stuff like that." Like, or. Right. It's like stuff like that where, and then like, oh, I, a perfect example of this is Dwayne Wade and how he's raising his son, or Magic Johnson and how he raised uh, his son. Um, or, my bad, ooh, my apologies, how he raised his daughter, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I believe that's the name. So, yeah, um, just like how he doesn't, he's not fitting into social, like, norms. He's not fitting into what people think as you know masculine or whatnot like he's allowing his son or sorry his brother to be expressive and really like you know it's different like because you don't see especially at that age and i feel like he's allowing zaya to be a child which is what you should and embracing whatever it is that she wants to do so and it's like she's not harming anyone this is something she's doing for herself yeah so it's just like for the backlash and all that stuff that they receive, it doesn't really make sense because it's like she didn't do nothing to y'all. Like she's just existing, literally. Like I just I don't get why people have so much opinion, aka Boosie, on a child. Ooh, cause Boosie is gay. Okay, I mean, and then that's okay. That's okay. Man, come on, y'all. Because, like, I, I can't lie. He did have too he much of an opinion. He doesn't want to accept it. And so he, man, come on, y'all. He doesn't want to accept it. So he, like, goes hard on others who do. Like, no, if that's you, yeah, they, just, they live, just because they live in their dreams, you can easily do that. But you feel like you can't because of societal norms, like, you that you, that you want to adhere to. Nobody yeah. told you you have to do that. 
Oh, we, you well, think they think that when he was young, but you old enough to know that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he say whatever it is he wants, so he should be able to do it. Like, but that's the thing. Like, you got people like that, someone with a platform, unfortunately, that's speaking ill on a child. Like, if I feel like if we really pay attention and look at the new generation coming up, even though, like, you know, it still lacks community, I feel like they're doing a really good job with acceptance and, like, really yeah. not. They not have to, though. Ugly. Yeah. They also have to because with social media and like the internet, anything's accessible. You can't hide stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. So like they're doing a good job of making authenticity yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brings us to our next point. Santana. It's rise to like stardom. Come on, boots. Yeah. All these niggas that he jacking because they know I'm the truth. Like, me your girl. Yeah. And I get it from my family, the best family, Spouse Kings family. Material girl. Okay, go to But no, it's actually good to see like him actually grow into this star and become this star. I feel like he's creating a lane that needed to be created, like for like you know the rap industry, like gay rappers and stuff like that, normalizing that, and then just you know he's accepting who he is. It People off in his beard and you know being feminine and big and stuff like that. He still owns who he is, and he's really gotten some organic like you know followers and some supporters and stuff like that. I'm not gonna lie, I definitely watched him and Karish from live. They they play as hell. He is definitely he, he has the influence. He definitely has like you know I feel like everything that it, he needs to be a star. So it's it's actually good to see him see somebody come up like that organically and just like because um. Speaking on seeing it, just the video that went viral of like all those fans and stuff chasing him, and he like blocked at this door. Like that's just crazy. Like he's really a star. Got him. Do your shit. They're really doing. I got the horses in the bed. Don't touch his tag. I love. I love doing He's so funny. I I like I like his gimmicks. I love how he doesn't like let. The internet bully him. I love how he takes everything that they throw at him and throw it right back in their face. Exactly. I, I really, I really love that. I love how he just like owns his truth, lives his truth, and does whatever the hell he want to do. But, like y'all know me, that's been my motto since I age feet. Right. But you know, <laughs> good too. He does like different types of um, beats. Like he's not even sticking with that. Yeah. yeah, like he did alternative a little bit and like going back. I don't know. I really like him. Genres. Oh. Genres. Hey, come on, English. <laughs> okay, you know, Kevin, they got me right. Don't play with me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's actually good to see him actually grow organically like that. Especially, like, I know, like, like I said, I don't really listen to his music. I hear, you know, the TikToks and stuff like that, but I don't really listen to his music. Nothing against him. I just don't care to listen to it. Um, I What I seen him come off of was... Uh, <laughs> was the live so to see that like you know people actually know his songs that's that's dope i know so many people only like dream and wish that they can be there so that's that's what's up okay his thing Bill, scrap this shit up then Bill, scrap this shit up oh dang we're gonna talk, talk about ASAP. oh yeah i forgot about that asap so where the street is he just out here embarrassing rihanna 
And I've been telling Rihanna she can come home. I've been telling Rihanna she can come home whenever she's ready. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess her and that baby. I told her I don't mind being a you know stepfather, but oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Had to sneeze on that because I wasn't serious about being nobody's stepfather. Not at all. Because as soon as the baby is born, I need you to go on back where you came from. Damn. But y'all <laughs> need to apologize to that man because he, he ain't do that. What what did he do? They say he cheated with that girl or something. So he got arrested. No, he got arrested for um, a shooting. Like that. It was like connection. That's why he got arrested. He picked up at LAP. Ooh, that's LAPD. I don't know. He was picked up somewhere. But yeah, held for questioning. Should be getting booked or whatnot. But that's as far as I know about the story. I don't know. I didn't know he was a pretty gangster out here. And I know he was a pretty gangster. He tells y'all that all the time. I just, you know, I don't take people serious. Yeah, that pretty mother. Still didn't. It didn't do nothing for me. Yikes. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> yeah. <I'm dead>. Cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he just embarrassing Rihanna. I told her not to get pregnant by him. Don't listen to me because it's too late. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but um, yeah. Okay, so on, like you said, time to wrap this shit up. Wrap it up then. So on to our TikToks of the week. Yes, Sarsky. Lord, I don't know what I want to do. You got yours, Sabrina? I do got mine. Uh, mine's about how I was tricked by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Let that man rest in peace. I know, but I'm just like more than shock at him, I'm shocked at myself that I really believe a 50 year old man like sounds like that. Like, what is wrong with me? No, yeah. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? And honestly, the little bit of solace I'm finding in this is like, it feels great to like see him code switch. I feel represented. I'm not about to play. He be talking like this and then he switches it up real quick. <laughs> that image of him. Did y'all see that video? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, that video is so. Man. So nah, they be playing Michael Jackson for real. He is hell. Yeah, like for the the commitment to the role for me. He got his whole yeah. family to do it. Yeah, his whole family. Everybody around that bitch with. Did you guys see that video, of Latoya, when he was telling her her voice is annoying? That was Latoya. Yes. I didn't know that, but I did see. I said, "Damn, this nigga was an asshole." He did. He did not care. He was like, "Your voice, your voice is annoying." I was like, "Oh." Oh, speaking about speaking about separated art uh, from artists. Um, so what y'all think about Michael Jackson? You know, since he gone, but y'all think he's dead. Oh man, he's dead. Yeah, that's how I feel. Well, he's dead. Yeah, but he, they say he didn't do not the trauma he left on them kids ain't dead. What you mean? Ooh. He said they said he didn't do that, and it's just like what what are they else are they supposed to do at this point though? Like they're not gonna get excuse me. I mean, me. they can still. That was me. Yeah. Absolutely. He has a huge estate, billions of dollars worth. Yeah. Every right. time you even think about playing Thriller, you're going to see my name. I definitely thought, I thought he was busy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. You said what? No. I thought he was bankrupt. 
No. No, not at all. No, that's true though. But no, I they said that he did not do that. Okay. I I don't know. It's I I don't know. I didn't watch the documentary either though. But another thing Michael Jackson tricked me on was those kids. Yeah, they weren't his kids. Yeah, I really believe everything. But you really named this child blanket like Why did you name that child blanket? That's funny as fuck, actually. <laughs> That's disrespectful as fuck. Like, he didn't even make a song after the child name. Like, you named this child blanket. Imagine going around, and I think he has an alternate name that he goes by. But I would be petty and call you blanket because you need to, you need to get, you need to get that changed. Like, blanket. Your name is really blanket. We about to call you blanky for short. <laughs> it's funny white <laughs> <laughs> that is funny he is a Caucasian child and Michael is black that's black. what I'm saying he really like he the vitiligo tricked me I think that's what messed me up you hell brother <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I, I got my vitiligo it was just crazy to see this man really turn from dark skin to light to white, to part of white. It is. And then, I don't know, he's, I don't know, whatever character he, he was creating, he did that. Whatever character? <laughs> I'm joining in the clap for me. <laughs> no. No, but for real, like, everybody, and I used to, I used to think that when I was little too, though, that, that those were his kids, and it looked like, kind of make me a little, like, Irritated that my mama and granny would keep saying them wasn't his kids, but them not his kids. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out why they got a piece of the piece of the estate. I deserve that if anybody. Well, they're his kids in his mind. Mm-mm. But by DNA. He was brain dead before he died. So he can't think about them kids. Hey, you hell, bro. You hell. <laughs> Every time he always gotta like he always gotta take the extra like mile <laughs> <laughs> every time. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I believe I deserve some of that estate. I mean, it wasn't Indianapolis. I feel like all of Indiana Memphis needs at least. It wasn't Indianapolis. It's been Gary, but no, he did have some estate in Indianapolis, didn't he? Or was it no. just Gary? Okay, just Gary. Where he had a zoo at? I know he didn't have a zoo in Gary. I think that was like wherever he lived at, like in LA or something. Yeah. Uh, Neverland. Yeah. Mm. I don't like that. What's y'all TikTok stuff? Oh yeah. Forgot this one. Um, mine is. Go ahead, Linda. <laughs> mine is the uh the one where that girl hit her back on the uh bed post. <laughs> And they even kept on making videos to it. We were like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah. That was my video. Every single time I see that, I never can guess what the song is until, and it's just great. I love it. I love it. They said, which number we starting with? Ah, okay. Ah, ah. Hey. I was like, nah. <laughs> Bro, that is so nah. funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. I forgot, what was that last one? That that black man did. He said, he said, don't be nervous, don't be nervous. It was like, oh, I gotta think of it. 
Yeah. That was my song. I was about to say, because he did a good one, and I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Mm. I got to find it now. I got to find it now. In the meantime, oh, no, nah, that was my last week. Dang, I forgot. Yikes. Oh, it was that one where she was like, and I love you. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. My favorite TikTok right now is just seeing Usher skate. He's so smooth. Yeah. He is. Oh, oh, yeah. He was clowning. He was at Cascade on Wednesday. I'm shit I did not go because I was over there. I'm trying to be like that. That's how I'm trying to get on the skates. I'm trying to be. No, for real. I'm me too. I'm trying to support. I'm definitely trying to go. You said you're trying to what? Support. I'm not getting on the skates. Oh, oh you're afraid to skate? I've way too many times. Yikes. You never learned, though. First they got me before. They're not going to get me now. I've learned. Does yourself off and try again. No. Ooh. Yikes. Yikes. Ooh. Never. Yeah. You had some bass in that voice. <laughs> you had enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I'm about to get I'm about to get real active on the skates. For sure. Straight up. I love seeing people skate, though. It's, it looks so. It's fun. so magical, like yeah, people be so talented. talented. Yeah, and it just be look. They just be like so calm. Yeah, it's just yeah. so vibey. Like it just feels like I feel good watching them. Yeah, I'm good. Speaking about vibes, uh, last not least section is a vibe. Drunk Go ahead and explain this. Explain this. All right. Segment. Last but not least, it's a vibe. It's like, uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, the brain. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Let's just take a moment. Sorry. I was just trying to, I just wanted to be included. Is that you that snapped? <laughs> the guy included on the, on the, on the tempo? I don't see, didn't know what song you were singing. So it was you that snapped? Yeah, I think it was Tia, honestly. No, it wasn't. I think it was Tia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Won't blame that on me. Oh my Will goodness. not blame that on me. I don't even think it was me. I think the the recording thing was the like delayed, the low glitch. It's an hour fifteen. What you mean? You said how long? What? I said it glitched. Oh. Okay. That's what that was. That was a oh. That that was snap. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So it's a vibe is where we just end all positivity. So anything that's been motivating us throughout the week, a song, a quote, um, a book, etc. Um a person. Yeah. Come on now. I'm sorry. I forgot my facial expressions. Can't don't be hiding well. My apologies. Okay. Ooh, oh. a person. Ugh, get on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say my life. Uh, my life motto is: uh, close mouths don't get fed, and lazy hands don't count bread. Close mouths don't get fed, and lazy hands don't count bread. Lazy hands don't count bread. Well, that's a damn lie, because the millionaires gonna be out there doing nothing. 
But okay. <laughs> oh, I think my favorite quote right now is. Uh, my favorite quote right now is actually a song lyric by YG, where he says, um, "Donald have- Trump." No, no, no. I mean, yeah, but not that. <laughs> But he has a song, and then he says, "You have fear in you. Yeah, you have fear in your heart, so you cooperate." And I really have been listening to that lately because I've been trying to like let go of my fears, and I was like, "Dang, not me cooperating." Damn. So from this day Damn. forward, I will not cooperate. I know that's right. I shouldn't. I know. He's ooh, that was really he's really smart. He's a smart man. But yeah, stop snitching, yo. Bye. Why'd you bitch nigga snitch nigga? Look, is that that one? Yeah, it's that one. Bitch nigga bitch, 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 bitch. I love that song. He's so angry. I love it. I don't think it's yeah. anger. I just think it's expression. You're right. But it's just like, you're right. Right. You're right. He really just said what he had to, he, how he felt. Right. You're absolutely right. Oh. <laughs> I am not me cooperating again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God. Oh, my. You said you don't cooperate. Sabrina, I'm telling you, we really should have spent a lot more time together in high school. Facts. I would have rubbed off on you back then. You're absolutely right. right. I just don't believe in cooperating. I'm like, what you mean? I know. I just be getting scared. That's really it. Because there's really nothing to be scared of. I don't know. Like, if you live your life in fear, that's what's going to, like, you get more fear. You get more fear. You get yeah. more situations that cause you that. Yeah. But if you live your life like you don't give a fuck, you build up your toolkit to where you can like deal with those. Exactly. But yeah. That's right. All right. You should do it. Starting today. Starting today. Stop giving a fuck. Yeah. Right. Oh, how did your? This world oh. alone, and I'm leaving alone. They're not gonna get me no more. <laughs> you want your own there? Cause if I leave this world, I'm taking a few with me. <laughs> but yeah, that's where you gotta be. Unfortunately, like this world's so cold, you gotta look out for yourself. You gotta look at your I best. I just way. like when people say that. I just wonder, like, if everybody's looking out for the well, because there's a. I mean, it's like fifty-fifty. Because if you look out for yourself, I don't know. It's just like I mean, it goes back to that situation we're talking about, but like the celebrities and all that kind of stuff having to like give up parts of themselves to be successful or whatever. And like how there's bystanders, people just watching, like they're just cooperating, like they're just fearful of what will happen if they speak up. Oh, okay. So I think of it in that scenario where it's just like I should be able to speak freely and be okay with Doing the consequences so. or like just expressing myself in general. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. But like as far as like looking out for yourself, I feel like it comes like to a point where it's like, yeah, you can look out for others. But when you're in a compromising situation where you got to decide between you and other people, it's best if you go with yourself because at the end of the day, they're going to look out for themselves before they look out for you. And, you know, there's the rare few that may look out for you, but at the same time, I'll be telling people, look out for yourself because I know I'm going to do that. But you can also look out for yourself and look out for others at the same time because it's like, you know, if you're letting shit slide that you're not ever comfortable with, you're just going to have to live with that. Where it's like, if you had said something, even if you lost that material thing, you would have been happy. Mm. Right. So, like, when people say that, I just be confused on how we're supposed to get back to community when everybody's looking out for themselves. But I 
like they go hand in hand almost. So the two. The thing um, is, like, I don't really think they had too much of a community then either. Like, I, right, like. I get what they were saying because like it was it was more camaraderie like growing up or I don't know I don't want to say growing up but like it was more camaraderie like you know for them I guess as far as like you know supporting black businesses and like I guess wanting to see each other win at the same time like you still have stories of like people not saying anything people just watching things go on and it's like is that a community if you letting this happen to your people or and then I feel like if you don't see anything. Right. I feel like the community needs have also shifted. Like, I feel like the focus back then was probably on other things that were more important. So like, for example, like a lot of these internal things, we can't even think about it if we don't got food to eat. We can't even think about it if we don't have a roof over our head. Like it's not a concern because we're not even surviving yet. So maybe yeah. earlier in that time, more of the focus was on survival and that now we're in a place where we can start shifting the focus to all these other um, aspects. Yeah, she be spitting, y'all. She be spitting. <laughs> this is what she does, man. I feel, I feel what she's saying. I just feel like back then it should have been more of a focus on unity, especially with how, and I'm going to keep saying this, my people was not fighting for integration. We still wanted segregation, but we wanted equity. I don't care what right. nobody says. We wanted equity and we equality. Didn't. We did not want yeah. integration. Like we did not want to be in a classroom with y'all. We we, we did not proper books. Exactly. We wanted like, a larger water fountain. We wanted cleaner bathrooms. We wanted a exactly. We didn't want to be killed. What y'all would want to live, that's what we wanted. We didn't want y'all. We don't need y'all to live. <laughs> we don't. Sorry, but we don't. Not even sorry. But yeah, um, I feel like it needs to a community needs to be built. But I do right. like this. I feel like this new era of like I was saying acceptance and like basically you know no judgment. That that's a start because I felt like back in the day they really did a lot of segregating their own people instead of segregating others. I mean, we could just the, the yeah. absolutely. But I feel like it was more prominent to get the white man's acceptance and piece of paper. Like back then, like that's I why cool. a white man piece of paper, straight up, straight up. But like you know, it was more nowadays. Like you see kids okay with not going to college, but back then they was like, no, you need to go to school. No, you need to do this. No, you need to do that. Blah blah. blah. But we've created other avenues where it's like we don't need to do any of that. Mm -hmm. So and then back in the day, they were basically you know raised off fear. So yikes. Instead of I mean, we still kind of have that today a little yeah. bit, but I guess it's less a little bit because we didn't, we don't have to go through like blatant, like, yeah, like yeah. on you just because yeah. you came in inside a place. Yeah. Right. Or people. Nathan, you really said something raised on fear. That's the Muslim community right now. What? So being raised on fear. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, like, it's common. You see it like with so many different black families where like their parents basically like you know school is the only thing they know that they feel is going to help their child like you know get a better job get like you know some good income to basically change the social socioeconomic status that their family is already in instead of like going out here and hustling in the other way and stuff like that um also um 
just like how they teach or how they tell like their kids before they leave, like and stuff like that. Like I get it, you want your kids to be safe and stuff like that, but you back in the day you definitely had parents telling their kids, and I think some today still tell their kids, like, you know, if you run into the cops, I'd rather you shuck and drive to be alive than like sit up here and, you know, basically know your rights. And you know, there's I feel like there's a specific way to handle police, but I'm not about to correct the person on how they need to handle the police when the police is the one that's getting paid to protect and serve like these are where my tax dollars going towards so i'm not about to sit up here and be mad at a person for being an american citizen when this person is supposed to uphold the law and not act like the law but topic for another day yeah so I'm yeah 100 agree i feel like okay they needed that though to keep them alive yeah absolutely but like I feel like it scared so many people. Because you had to. I mean, that's what we operated out of that, not by choice, but Absolutely. because we had to. But like, of course, like the the cops are wrong. Like they need to be dealt with. But like in this system, yeah, that's literally built on it's that. Not like, for us. yeah, right, not for us. Like, who do you think they're gonna support when it comes to you versus them? Exactly. So, in order to keep you alive, this is how we need to operate. But I do think that as time goes on a little bit, we are starting to shed that. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. And I see like more parents not like preaching college onto them or anything. Like they're basically preaching to follow their dreams and stuff like that, which is what I like. Because college is a waste of money. Now, kids, if you're listening, which you probably shouldn't be, and you should, you want to go I to college, know. definitely get you some scholarships and go yeah. to college. But if you don't want to go to college, you can take that route as well. There's so many. If you don't know what you want to do in college, take some time off. Do not jump immediately into college because everybody else is doing it. And you get there and you don't know what you want to do because you're about to waste time and money. One thing I wish I would have done was took a, took a loan out and traveled the world before I went to school. Honestly, like, I would rather been in debt paying back for all these trips than me sitting up here, like, trying to spend, well, I only spent two years, but, like, trying to spend four years trying to figure out what I want to do. Because, you know, you, like, at that age, 18 or 17, whatever, and like going into 21, you still having fun. You're still growing up and you're still not even grown after you leave college. You're still trying to figure out what it is that you want to do. I That's know a bunch of people start. who, exactly. I know a bunch of people who graduated college with a certain degree, who's not doing anything in that field, but who also is like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I really want to do something else. Like, I am not interested in this. So you basically went and got a degree just to say you got a degree, basically. Like, and it's, it's no shade to those who choose the college route, but I say be more intentional and more selfish with your time than to sit up here because everyone else is doing it or they're preaching, go to college and go to school and stuff like that. It's like, you know, you make memories, you make a family, like however you want to, you know, go about it. But it's just not always the best solution. It's not the best thing to do. So, like, you know, I'm pro do whatever you want to do that makes you happy in life that doesn't hurt others. So. And if you're going to do that as well, like, give it your all so you can make sure that this is what you want or what you don't want. Absolutely. That's one of the four laws of agreement. Or I think that's agreements. Four agreements. Yeah, the four agreements. The four agreements. Okay. Um, Is to do your best. 
you want to share your favorite yeah. lyric and stuff? Whatever you share. Well, if mine is a song, and it's I love him. Burn fire, show you all. It's just really like uplifting, and the vibe of the song is just like it feel like it should be like you know like in the movies where that that girl who's in the back of the race about to actually like finish before everybody. Mm-hmm. It's one of them. I show you off is a banger. I'm not gonna lie. This is sound quality, good. Show you off. Sound quality of, of Brent Fire. What you mean? Oh, sometimes I feel like one of the songs I listen to sound like he made it in his room. Now I think that's just his aesthetic sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. What song um, you listen to? Damn, she said made it in his room. Oh. <laughs> but he definitely has some bangers. But this one is good. This is produced and gone through the process. Okay, I'm, I'll listen to that one. Thanks for the song recommendation. Need <laughs> <laughs> added new stuff to my playlist. Like two years too late. Great ad. Almost. Not about to play. Well, I guess that's it that we are that we have for today. Y'all want to leave the kids with something? I feel like we Don't try me. Damn. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Nap time is over. Hey, she's going to do that every time. Oh, it's good. It's re- It works. It really works. Okay. <laughs>